0: You must have heard some weird and wonderful things that the locals Mm -hmm. say. Few Um, things. I suppose the big one is, what's the crack? Everybody knows Northern Ireland for that saying. Yeah. Which means... Well, what does it mean? (laughs) They've turned on me. (laughs) The guests have become the hosts, they're asking the questions. Hello everybody and welcome to Queen's University Belfast Life at the Lanyon podcast. For those that don't know, the Lanyon building is one of the main buildings right at the heart of our campus here at Queen's and it's one of the most beautiful buildings across Belfast. This podcast is going to give you a real insight into what it's like to study at Queen's and to also uh, give you the information you need to make those informed decisions about coming and studying with us. Today, our podcast episode is called From Great Britain to Queen's, a student experience. My name is Raymond Miller. I'm the Undergraduate Recruitment Officer here at, at Queen's for Northern Ireland, but I'm joined by two lovely guests. So guys, if you want to introduce yourselves.
1: Yeah, uh, my name is Matthew. I'm the uh, Senior GB Recruitment Officer for Queen's University. So I'm actually based in in England. So I live in York uh, and I recruit students from all over Great Britain uh, for them to come and study here at Queen's.
2: Um, And I'm Erin, so I'm a student from England, so a GB student, um, and I have just finished my undergraduate in law.
0: Matthew, you have travelled over today,
1: specifically for this podcast. Yep. Up at 5am, got a flight over, Yep. and you're ready to rock. I am, yeah. (laughs) Ready to go. Yeah, early flight out, uh, which is good, means that it's really accessible to for me to like come across work. There's plenty of flights every day to come over.
0: And do you come over often? I mean, you're based out in England, obviously, yeah, so when bit, you be
1: over here? I'm based in York. I probably come over maybe 10, 15 times a year at most. So I come over for things like open days, run recruitment trips. Uh, so we've got a college coming out tomorrow uh, where they are bringing some students to come over uh, to have a look at Queen's and Belfast generally. Uh, so yeah, so maybe 10, 15 times a year. Aaron, now, you obviously are Queen Queen's student. Mm-hmm. You
0: are from England. You maybe had a conversation with a recruitment officer like Matt back in the day, but what was your main reasons for wanting to come and study with us here at Queen's?
2: Um, I just don't like my mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I loved the uni so I came and visited it um back when I was like looking at applying for universities which you do when you sort of applying for UCAS and came to one of the open days it was a specifically like a GB ran one as well so there was um we were up in the Canada room in the in the Lanyon building for like talks and just the GB experience and all that and it just sort of Settled me and my parents kind of as into actually, it's not as far away as people think it is, it's very similar to a lot of the unis that I looked back at home. Um, I just fell in love with it, like it was that's one of an those. important thing with yeah. like getting
0: your parents or your, yeah, your loved on ones board, on board yeah. as well.
1: Matt, you probably find that when you're out in a bed, you're maybe having to convince parents as well as students. yeah, I think sometimes it's it can be more uh, that you're convincing parents, mm. uh, especially because I think students look a bit more specifically at things like courses whereas parents might be looking at other elements uh, but then there's lots of really fantastic things that appeal to students and parents about queens and belfast as well yeah and in terms of getting here so if you're living in gb which
0: i imagine most of the the listeners and viewers are going to be how do you get over here you're not Jumping on the boat? Well, you can't get a boat. I had a I had a, like a paddling boat in my mind, there, but you can't get an actual <laughs> big ship across. But what's the, the main way you would get across? Flights, yeah, yeah, flights
2: definitely. Um, relatively cheap with sort of not endorsing any airlines, but like EasyJet, um, Ryanair fly as well, and sort of like Airlingus Lingus sometimes. But that's mainly where I would fly, and it's dead easy. It's relatively cheap. Like
0: it's probably. Closer than yeah. you know, somewhere down south for you. That's it, and
2: there's two airports here as well, so it's you can fly either into city or international, so you've got multiple choices as well, which is handy enough. Yeah,
1: there's plenty of flights every day from most major UK airports direct into Belfast. Uh, what I would, why also always say to students and parents when they're looking at university as well is just do a bit of like a uh, cost comparison. Look at wherever you're from. Look at a train to any other universities that you're thinking about and compare that price against the flight to uh, to Belfast. And often you find that really competitive pricing, yeah, yeah, yeah. if not cheaper to come to Belfast, and often can be quicker as well. Uh, When you've got lots of different options, depending on how close you are to an airport, et cetera. You were saying there you're out a few times during the year to here. On the odd occasion,
0: not so much this year, but sometimes I would go out and help Matt out for events and I can you know get up, bring my boys to nursery, go across to England mm-hmm. for an event and be home again before yeah. they go to bed. I've often so
2: found that I'm in Belfast before my mum's driven home from the airport. Yeah. <laughs> so like we live like in narrow and a bit away from Newcastle Airport and for the 35 minute flight like she's yeah. often still like about 30 minutes away from home. Like, I know.
0: So yeah. anyone's thinking we're forever away we really are uh, We really aren't. The other thing I suppose interesting to chat about in terms of flights obviously there's a cost implication to that which may be a bit more for other students but we have a
1: scholarship match Matt, uh, which kind of helps with that, doesn't it? Yeah. So uh, for 2024 entry, uh, students who get an A and two B's in their A levels or the equivalent in their B text. So, generally, equivalence wise, as a general rule, uh, a distinction star would equate to an A and a distinction would equate to a B. So, uh, an A and two B's in their A levels are above. And if your entry requirements for your course, for example, law, the entry requirements are three A's. If you get three years and go onto your course then your entry requirements for the course are a separate issue to your entry requirements for the scholarship so an a and two b's for your scholarship doesn't alter regardless of what your entry requirements for the course are but if you do get the a and two b's and you go on to anything that's not medicine dentistry veterinary medicine dentistry foundation courses or uh, agricultural technology then you get two and a half thousand pounds off your accommodation in your first year and five hundred pounds nice. in cash so generally, that brings your accommodation. Depending on what the booking brings, your accommodation down to about seventy pounds a week, which is really cheap. Like if you again do the comparison with universities in GB, you'll see that that's really cheap. And we also guarantee accommodation for students from Great Britain in the first year. Erin uh, obviously be able to talk a little bit more about what that accommodations like having lived there. Yeah. Uh, but it is nice accommodation as well. It's not cheap accommodation because it's not very nice yeah. it's nice accommodation sometimes you get a really cheap you. you're like yeah. this is too good to be true mm, yes, but I this, this mm, is it's uh, brilliant, it's yeah. brilliant the uh, other thing to say about the scholarship is there's no limit on numbers so it doesn't matter how many other students get an A and 2 B's if you get an A and 2 B's and you're not doing medicine, dentistry uh, foundation courses or agricultural technology then you get it there's no uh, limit on how many students need to do that
0: so two and a half grand off your accommodation course uh, uh, cost sorry and five hundred pounds. And is that money like go straight into
1: your bank account? Yeah. And- so the the way the scholarship works is we assess it when students start in the first year. All the students that are eligible. So you don't apply? No, they you, don't you, have to apply. You guys assess it? Yeah. We assess it and it all goes to them automatically. We'll contact the students that are eligible and we'll say, Congratulations, you're eligible for this scholarship. Uh you're eligible for a five hundred pound payment and then we give them the opportunity to enter their bank details and then we pay it directly in, di- directly into their bank accounts. Some students use it for flights. Some students use it for buying a big TV. <laughs> There's absolutely <laughs> no check or anything on what they use it for. You can use it for whatever you'd like to. Uh, but yeah, that £500 pound really goes a long way to help them settle. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, books and equipment or yeah, stuff. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, for yeah. Textbooks, yeah. yeah, textbooks were expensive. Yeah, 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 so. I mean, yeah. TV is an important part of university. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, with textbooks, just borrow them from the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't borrow Second a TV time, from yeah. the library.
0: Um, Aaron, what was kind of your experience of having that? You know, whenever you told your friends back home yeah. that you're getting this money off accommodation, uh-huh. they must have been like, What?
2: what? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it's amazing for the fact that it is. Automatic, like you don't have to apply for anything. Like, I've just done a whole scholarship application process for um, my postgraduate degree, and that it was just so lengthy, so much time, um, and just nice sort of getting me a level results. And then about two days later, just getting an email being like, Congrats, like, he is. Three thousand pound essentially, yeah. um, and it does. I spent it on flights.
0: Um, whenever you first came over, um, well, actually, but I suppose before you visited, did you have any kind of preconceptions about about Belfast, about Northern Ireland? What were your thoughts before yeah, you actually come so and visit us?
2: My grandad was from here, so I sort of grew up knowing about Belfast from a, a very different standpoint to how I understand Belfast to be now. Um, not saying that it was a negative. He grew up here, he loved his time here. Um, but I, I think but, everyone. But it's fair to say he
0: would have grown up yeah, during the trouble. in the conflict. You know, so yeah.
2: it was, it was that time. And even my dad sort of had experience of that as well. So he was a little bit wary about me sort of coming over here. And I sort of came to understand it all. And I think it's important that as a GB student, you do understand the history of Northern Ireland. That's like one of the main things I would say to read up on before you move over. Like it is, it's such an integral part. Um, but I sort of had a bit of a, a research. Like looked up what Belfast was like. Um, I'd visited before I even thought about applying for the uni as a child um, for a couple of weddings and things like that. So I knew Belfast quite well um, and enjoyed it as a non-student. So I thought, right, if I'm going to be a student, this actually probably is going to be... It's very similar to where I'm from, I think. I think it's very similar to the north of England. um, And I just got on a lot better here than I thought I would get on in the south of England, definitely. Yeah.
0: You know, have had that experience as well, obviously not from a student's perspective.
1: But yeah, you... like from a from someone who's been through university, albeit a different university and is a, obviously a little bit older than, than the students that are coming over. Uh, my sort of experience and preconceptions of it was that I had pre- previously visited uh, and it was just a nice place to come like everyone it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a like stereotype i think in it when people say that everyone's really friendly but they generally are like mm. generally getting to taxis and the taxi driver always talking to you can't stop the, them talking the to well I'm not everything
2: about you yeah <laughs> they do like
1: really nice people uh but yeah generally my preconceptions were that people were nice uh and that has proved to be true uh which is quite nice but i would agree as well that it's, it feels quite a northern, yeah, uh, it's very, it's very northern, much like, like a northern like it's England city. The same, yeah. I would say. Southerners are welcome to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, we do, and I, like, I'm saying that in we do have loads of students from all over yeah, England and they all, and all yeah, have a similar yeah. experience. Um, would you say, Matt, that it's mostly people in Erin's case that have been here before, or maybe have relatives that have been here that are coming
1: to study with us at Queen's, or is it a mix of, of anybody? I think it's a complete mix, so uh, where. Uh, increasing the numbers year on year that we get from GB. So we're getting more and more students every year coming to us. And I think we probably always have a baseline of probably 150 to 200 students that have got that sort of Irish diaspora. So students like Erin that have got uh, a grandparent from Northern Ireland or a mum or a dad from Northern Ireland. There'll be some form of link. But beyond that now we're getting more and more students that have never heard of Belfast before they've applied, that have never been to Belfast. And the reason that they're coming to Queen's is because of the offers of scholarship, the uh, high quality education that you get at a Russell Group University, cost of living, which we'll probably talk about a little bit later. But there's lots of other reasons that make people come to Queen's more and more that it's just generally a really good offer for university. So
0: whenever you first um, come over and study with us, Aaron, you notice the friendly city that we have, Mm -hmm. all those things Matt just mentioned. The city itself, you said it's similar to home Mm -hmm. walkable oh yeah like yeah um busy. How how would you kind of describe yeah, Belfast like, as I, a
2: city? I do drive, but I've never had a car over here. Like I've never needed it. It's very accessible by foot, um, even like by taxi and the transport links here are great as well. Like um I was up in Bangor over the weekend, which is just a little like it's coastal half, town yeah, yeah it's and been I half just an on the train. Belfast, like yeah. yeah, you can either drive it or you can get a train straight from Botanic, which is only like a 10, 15 minute walk from the first year accommodation. Um, but it's really accessible. Um I to be fair. Don't find myself in the city centre very often like it's not everything i need is up near the university or sort of strand millis area lisbon road uh, which are near the accommodation um so i very rarely end up going into city centre but even when i do it's i always think it's a quite a it's a bit of an amalgamation between like newcastle and york like it's got the culture and the history of york but it's got the nightlife and like good vibes of newcastle yep. like that's how i always would describe it and it's not too big either like to walk around the city center itself i would say it would take you no more than like 25 30 minutes yeah.
1: that. and i would say as well that's it's a really good point for students thinking about which university they want to go to like if you go to a city campus mm-hmm. or a city university in london for example your buildings could be spread across different cities yeah. and you have to spend money getting get between. between those sites whereas at Queen's most the vast majority of our buildings are on one campus mm-hmm. uh, and also the walk into the city centre is like 10-15 yeah
2: 15, minutes, yeah, 15 minutes if
1: you're a slow walker yeah. like it, it's really accessible generally yeah. as a city but also as a university as well you mentioned there the price of getting
0: in between and then around the campus we don't have that here and also it's a lot cheaper to be here in Mm -hmm. Northern Ireland you're looking at me like
2: it's so much cheaper of course that is the case silly question yeah no I sort of have friends based all over the north um at different unis and sort of just for a comparison I think in first year for my accommodation so I had an ensuite room I paid I think 124 a week and for something very similar at another university that my friend was at he was paying about 320 for a week so it is drastically cheaper over here it's so much cheaper even this like the cost of food um like clothing like everything i going always out, yeah do, going out go like a, the, the price of a pint in comparison to like somewhere in london or even like newcastle or manchester here like i mean the union buys is really cheap anyway but you sort of pay no more than about four quid for a pint in like where i go out drinking so
0: going out and that's part of university life cheaper mm-hmm. for you um, going to gigs, like yeah. going to sporting events, mm-hmm. all those things you're finding are yeah, cheaper than what your mates cheaper, are doing back sort
2: home. Sort of. I I'm big on like the comedy scene here, so I go to a lot of those sorts of nights, and you're paying between like eighteen to twenty five pound for a comedy evening, which is nothing. Like back at home, if I'm having a trek all the way up to like the O2 in Newcastle, I'm paying the price of petrol as well, uh, or a train fare, and then paying about thirty to forty quid for a ticket there. Um, so it's nicer to be able just to walk, because you can walk to any of the venues or get the train. So we've got sort of the Grand Opera House, we've got the Ulster Hall, the waterfront, and then there's the SSE Arena as well, which holds all the sporting events. So we're big on, like, it's ice hockey, isn't it? Got yeah. The Giants over yeah. here. So we're big on ice hockey as well, which completely bloomed. Like, I was like, what? Ice they're, hockey? They're actually like... really good. Yeah, just big I've on seen... hockey
1: generally yeah, as well. Yeah. Like hockey's, a really hockey's big big so much hockey, bigger yeah. in Northern yeah. Ireland. So, like, we get, I get a lot of students asking me in schools and colleges, because uh, hockey's one of our five academy sports, mm-hmm. like what kind of level do they play hockey at and what Any support level. is there and it's like everything yeah. like, even if you don't play massive. hockey you just go and play yeah, hockey yeah. You know? while we're on
0: top of hockey our um, ladies team won the Ulster Premier League this year or, or sorry last year and our men's team won it this year so yeah. it, is a, it is a high standard yeah. and, of, and that's across a lot of our sports you mentioned the academy sports there so we have five academies at Queen's which would be our priority sports GAA hockey soccer rugby and rowing so all of those sports will have dedicated coaches you'll get umpires you'll get specific training facilities are all there but outside of that all the other sports um, that you would want to play we have facilities for the vast majority of those or we have links with local clubs so you can get that experience so
1: from a sporting aspect it's it's amazing to come here mm-hmm. yeah and the other thing to mention as well is i know we we're talking a little bit earlier but like belfast is a capital city so there's lots of things that you can do yeah. outside of university sports wise as well.
2: I think people always forget that it is a capital city because it's it is quite small like it's nothing in comparison to London like mm. London is manic um, and that's why I liked it because it was a big enough city but I am from a little town which is very green and by the coast so I'm used to trees and grass Yeah, um, and that's what I liked about Belfast is that it wasn't just big high-rise like you had to go to a dedicated park like there's lots of green space it's really nice like that so.
0: Both of you as mentioned earlier you talked about the troubles you mentioned about parents would sometimes have um issues around safety. Do you feel safe, I suppose would be my question here, Aaron, when you're, when you're in Belfast?
2: Yeah, I've never had an incident of where I felt unsafe. There has been isolated incidents of sort of, as you would expect at any university though, you know, not every city is perfect kind of thing. Um, but personally for me, I've never felt unsafe. When I lived in BT9, which is the recommended first year accommodation, um, they have twenty four hour security. You after ten pm have to show your like key and your student pass. Um, that all the keys are color coded, so they know which building you belong to. Um, so that was there. My mum was instantly like, "Oh, that's so much better." Like, cause BT9, if you do come and visit, which I would recommend doing, um, is a big open facility. Like, pretty much anyone can walk on. So it's, yeah, it's good that the chair.
0: It's called Elm's Village yeah, because it is like a wee Village, a village on campus yeah um and, and like bt9 or other accommodation locations also have 24 security yeah. among other things so that's one element of of student life that is really safe across the city in general and would you have any um ideas about the safety
1: of it Matt, and what we can yes yeah, kind of so i mean people? like it's like I know Aaron's just briefly spoke about there but it's like any city uh there is areas where in everybody's local city that mm. they probably wouldn't go to you
2: just wouldn't walk through yeah exactly you know?
1: Belfast generally is if I always feel safe walking through the city centre. Uh, the UK-British Crime Survey's 2020-21 uh, said that Belfast is the safest region in the UK. Start my math. Yeah, nice. there you go. Uh, I've got some more coming. Uh, yeah, so Belfast is generally a very safe place to to be, to live. And also, like just it's one of those things where, like I say, you, you wouldn't go to certain areas necessarily in your own city, so you probably wouldn't do that anywhere yeah. that you go generally
2: i think as well you get a lot of insight from the northern irish and the irish students as well as well to be like oh this is the best place to live this this and this." and but queens itself has like a security team that you can ring and um, we have facilities like nightlife there's the students union as well that they're really great so if an incident did happen we've got the wellbeing services there as well that you can go and speak to i mean also there's the psni so like if you need to report something you need to report something but like i've never i've never had to i've never felt unsafe um but it is a student city so when you're walking home after a lecture if it's like a 5 p.m lecture in the winter and it's dark you're walking home with all your friends anyway so because you all live in the same accommodation so you're never sort of out by yourself after a certain time and then if you're walking between clubs and pubs like nine times out of ten you're with someone else as well Mm -hmm. like you're not just stranded like
0: i think you know you both covered it there like any city you need to just be careful be aware, in certain areas, like, but yeah. be aware and do the right things,
1: and you'll have a totally yeah. safe experience. Yeah, I mean, I would say to any students going to university, whether they come to Belfast, whether they come to Queens, whether they go anywhere, whether they go to the local university, just take a little bit of time to think about personal safety, yeah. self. Be vigilant, uh, yeah,
0: I'm gonna go off pace here. Give me another stat. What have you got for
1: <gasps> Well, the Which Student Budget Calculator 2022 has said that it's over £300 per month cheaper for students to live in Belfast compared to London. So that shows the affordability we were talking about earlier. (laughs) Also, in terms of the UK Digital Economy Council, they've said that Belfast is ranked in the top 10 fastest growing tech cities in the UK. Nice. So there's a really good I opportunity. I didn't know that one. So. Yeah, so there's a stat map. <laughs> so there's a really good opportunity to come to Queen's, come to Belfast, get that affordable education, at Russell Group University, but also to be in a city that is developing mm-hmm. and that is uh, somewhere where you've got opportunities as well. Coupled with that, we also
0: have, we're in the midst of a, there's a Belfast City uh, region deal mm-hmm. that is kind of incorporating all the local economy to improve the infrastructure around the city, to improve the tourism, to improve the um, economic benefits and the employability. So there's a whole website dedicated to that. So if anybody wants to look that up, we are uh, an evolving city and there is going to be opportunities and jobs for our students and our young people going forward. So definitely something to consider when when you're coming to Belfast. Now, since you guys have been here well obviously you're living here and matt you're back and forth you must have heard some weird and wonderful things that the locals Uh say few Um, things i suppose the big one is what's the crack everybody knows northern ireland for that saying yeah which means well what does it mean (laughs) (laughs) well
1: they've turned on me (laughs) the guests have become the host they're asking the questions
0: um it means hello sometimes what's the crack or it means how are you today? Or it means what have you been up to?
1: What's the if you if you're coming to Belfast, just say what's the crack and you'll get a conversation started. Mm-hmm. I think one of the key things about speaking to Northern Irish people is understanding what they want when they say what's, what's the, the, crack? the crack. Yeah. If you've <laughs> what, just come out of an interview, yeah. it's
2: like the mean. How did that go? Yeah. What, what yeah. do
1: they mean by yeah, what's the it, crack? That's it. Yeah. What's the crack or what's, what's the, crack? the crack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I don't even want a response. No.
2: No. Sometimes, sometimes just it's just, to just to a thing. Yeah.
0: Any other things that you've heard that you're like, what is, what's that all about?
2: I had an incident in a supermarket with my flatmate. We went shopping and she said to me, oh, we well, go lift some bread. I was like, lift some bread. I was like, Anna, we've got money to pay for bread. Like, we don't need to lift it. Because to me, like, a lifter is a shoplifter. Like, I work okay, in a yeah. supermarket. So, like, if we're like, oh, there's a lifter in it, means like, oh, there's someone coming in to steal something. Mm. No, just I go just, lift it. Yeah, just go take some bread. <laughs> pay for it yeah, after. Pay for after. it after. <laughs> I was like, I'm not stealing bread. She was like, no, just go and get it, put it in the trolley, and we'll pay for it. So it just meant that. That's
1: a good one. There's loads of those. Like- yeah. yeah. Especially as, as Queen's is such an affordable university as well. Like, you don't yeah, need, you don't to, need lift, to lift, it. lift bread. It's <laughs> <Yeah. Like, laughs> only so 300 pounds a month living in here. In London.
2: I think the only other one that I had was the hot press, or the press in general. It means a cupboard, and then the hot press is the airing is that, cupboard. Is that another thing? Is a hot press mm, another no, thing? press, no. Hot
1: press to me is what you make a panini in. Yeah, like a, <laughs> yeah, like a
2: George Foreman. Yeah. That's a hot press. Yeah. yeah, that's a hot
1: press. What do we call that? That's just a...
0: Just a Sandwich maker, maker. A toast yeah. maker, yeah. 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 call it that as well. Yeah, but a press. Anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to move quite on yet because I've prepared a little... Usually do, we do what's called a mythbuster round, but we're going to do a wee quiz today, which is called what's the crack with these words? Mm-hmm. You like it? Love it. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to list some words or phrases and you're going to tell me what you think and we'll maybe keep score. we we'll maybe just do it for fun. Okay. Who knows? We're, we're winging it here. So <laughs> the first one is some yoke. Any idea?
2: Like a joker. Yeah, like a, I'd say a yeah. joke.
0: So some yoke. Is if anything's really good, so you could be like, Oh, this mic, I like, had some yoke. Oh, it's really know. good yeah. I so didn't that, think
2: it had those connotations. But,
0: but that that could true. be anything, like hot yeah. laptop, some yoke, that tractor, that's see, po- I would some yoke. Like, <laughs> <some laughs> like, oh, he's, he's a bit of a yoke.
2: Yeah. He's a bit of a yoke, yeah. yeah. So
0: some yoke would be just anything that's really good. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. New one. So yeah. zero, zero. Ugh.
1: Melter. Oh, there we
2: go. Yeah, uh that's that. Um, how do you describe it? I don't want
1: to say it, like... So someone, a melter is someone who does something wrong.
2: Mm. I would say it's like, mm. it's something a bit, like, if someone's a bit embarrassing, it's like, oh, they're such a melt, like...
0: It's more like they're a bit annoying.
2: Right, okay. Right. He's such
0: a melter. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're melting my head, they're doing my head. In.
2: Okay. I would, yeah, yeah, I've described people as a melt before. A melt, yeah. yeah. But more I don't think I'd like say a, a melter. No, I'd be like, oh, they're a melt. Yeah.
0: yeah. There you go. Next one. <laughs> they're not going to get any of these I just <laughs> chatting to our, our um, producer Isabel and we were like we'll put this together I, I thought you were going to get them I all thought, but no.
2: I, I think we're doing so, alright
0: up to high dough knock up, up were, to high you up to if you were to describe Someone's, somebody as being up I, to high can I have
2: it in a sentence please
0: <laughs> she's up to high pregnant <laughs>
2: No, pregnant. No. She's up. She's up to like some like a bit wrong, bit mischievous. Like Absolutely. she's if, if doing you're you're pregnant, no good.
0: If you're pregnant, you might be up to high dough because it means that you're nervous about something. Oh. So like if you're stressing and re- feeling really nervous, you'd be like, she's up to high dough. Like she's really nervous about this. Oh,
2: no, never heard of that. No, no? Never
0: heard that. Right, we need to get one. You're gonna get here. <laughs> um, I think
2: we got the first two close enough.
0: Okay, I'll give them two. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is. If I was to describe you as being born in a field,
1: what would, oh, you, have, yeah. what would you have just done? Or leaving the door open. Yeah,
2: leaving the door open, yeah. That's maybe a northern thing we as well. We would say yeah. born in
1: a field. I think we'd say, well, I'd say born in a barn.
2: Yeah, born in a barn. And then sort of if you stand in front of a TV, so it's like your window or a door.
1: That's yeah. what we would Similar. say.
2: Yeah, born in a barn, yeah.
0: Okay, next. one. There's only a couple left. If somebody says uh, that they're gurning, what does that mean? She's gurning over there. Pulling a face. Yeah,
2: Gernin's like pulling a funny face for us. Don't know what drunk. it means
0: over there. No, um, not pregnant or drunk.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gernin is somebody that's like giving off. They're complaining a lot. Oh, okay. You know, if somebody's uh, over right. there. And
2: you're like,
0: no, no, no. You're like, oh, she's Gernin.
2: No, no.
1: Right. No, never no? heard of that. No. No. Never no. heard of that. Okay, two more. A poke. Oh, an ice cream. An ice cream. Did you yeah, know Yeah, I, I, I did know this, but yeah. i think you I should told me it a couple of weeks a ago. Pork.
2: A porky from the porky yeah. bag. Yeah,
1: from, yeah, so like a cone and ice cream. Yeah, it's like a
2: 99.
0: F- getting a poke. paying yeah. yeah. for a pokey from the poke. <laughs> and the last one, <laughs> Atos Nye. <now. laughs> Atos Nye. <nice.
2: laughs> I'm, I'm not saying
0: right. I'm not giving it to Atos Nye. I
2: think it's done. Isn't it? That's just done. That's
0: yeah, is at the end of this podcast.
2: Is
1: the, end? <laughs> the, <end? laughs>
0: the podcast isn't over, but that's what it means. It means like you've accomplished something. So if someone goes, "That's oh, us now," it means yeah, we're done. We've achieved. Yeah, we've achieved
2: what we set out to achieve. So
0: we've achieved the. What's the crack with these words, please? <laughs> but we are going to move on. um We
2: did a lot worse than I thought we'd do. Yeah,
0: there's
2: a lot there yeah. that I haven't heard of.
0: See, there's. You've been here for three years. You've been working here for three years. And even now you're still learning things mm. like that. Still mm. fighting through. <laughs> <laughs> so the next topic I want to talk about, it, and it's it's quite prevalent for GB students, is the weekend. Because yeah. um, Northern Irish students, they're here all week, but not all of them, but a lot of them will go home at the weekend because they maybe have work commitments or they want to go see friends from home. Mm-hmm. Not the case for GB mm-hmm. students. You can go home at certain times throughout the year, you're but every, every weekend, weekend you're, you're going to be here. So is there a different vibe around Belfast at the weekend there?
2: It's quieter. It is much quieter, um, sort of, even around the city centre um, and around up where I live now in private accommodation for second and third year. Um, it is quieter, but I use it to my benefit. Like, Get if, some work done? Uh, yeah, like in first year, I would, I mean, we would go out and have like flat get togethers and whatnot through the week. And then on Friday night I would sort of get a takeaway, watch a film, and then from Saturday to Sunday would just work in the library because no one else was here really. Um so I sort of flipped my week around and then by the time they all come back on a Sunday Monday morning, they're like, Oh, I need to do all this, bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Well I'm ready to go out. Yeah, like I'm yeah. not stressing. <laughs> like so it is it's different, but I always say whenever I sort of do tours or I'm talking to undergrad, like prospective undergrad students, that if you lived so close to your university, you'd probably go home and get your washing done. Like you'd go home for your dinner to be cooked. Like I live about an hour out of Newcastle University, so I would probably go home at the weekends as well. Um and
0: that's probably a nice thing to think about when you're coming to uni because you're close enough that if you need to go home you can jump on the next flight and oh, you can yeah. go but equally you're, you've are you probably been able to be
1: a bit more independent uh-huh. because you've done that are other students kind of experiencing that math yeah so i think uh like everyone was saying a little bit like when you go to university even i went to my local university when i went to uni and your week sort of flips so your weekends are actually your productive time yeah. period And your week, you know, your student nights generally during the week. Very few universities have student nights on a weekend. Uh, I know I didn't necessarily go out that much at a weekend when I was at university because it's when, you know, local people go out, drinks might be a bit more expensive. Mm -hmm. So typically your weekends sort of flip on the heads. But also not all Northern Irish students do go home at a weekend. Uh, More and more so Northern Irish students might have jobs within Belfast Mm -hmm. and they might stay. Uh, So it is something that does happen, but it's definitely... uh, it's definitely an opportunity for students to focus a bit more on the studies at the weekend and then get that social uh, time during the week. I would say Northern Irish students, local students would, in maybe
0: first year, especially, yeah, they would go home it more. It calms
2: down after Christmas in first year. So after Christmas, um, the first semester of first year, when you come back after Christmas for the second semester, they're less likely to go home, yeah. Um, like... 'Cause either they've got work up here or they started, they're realising it's like their last semester and yeah. they want to like stay up with the friends. But also a lot of societies meet on Saturday mornings, a lot of the sporting societies will have training on Saturday mornings, so they'll stay up for that as well. Some people like if you've had a birthday in the flat during the week, you'll go out on a Saturday, you might be doing something. Um, but I made like my best friend over here, Anna. Um, her parents would always invite me over for the weekend as well, sort of when she was going home. So I would go home. I would go home with her maybe once or twice a month to get my washing done and to get someone else to cook for me. Like I, I remember
0: was, doing that yeah. when I was evening. I my mates from TB are, yeah. there's an American guy I got really friendly with. He was coming because I lived on a farm. So yeah. He was coming and like doing farming and getting the washing <laughs> done and meeting my family and all. So that does happen. That's
2: like, it. Like I went to Bangor this weekend, as I said, um, and Anna's actually on a study abroad program in America, so she's not even here. And you were away to and see I her parents. I was still I was away <laughs> to see her parents and a dog. Like that was me. So I had a lovely time this weekend. But yeah,
0: and I suppose as Anna she's from Northern Ireland obviously yeah. you get to meet GB students probably so at the weekend when most of the local students have gone mm-hmm. home you're meeting all mm-hmm. your other fellow and, like, students and like international
2: students as well yeah. um, which is a great thing that the accommodation I'm sure you've touched on this when you've done talks about the accommodation but the residential life assistants there put on lots of trips and excursions that like, you can go on as well for like relatively cheap I think the most I ever paid was like £7 for ice skating um. and you meet lots of other GB students you meet a lot of international students and you just thought sort i of get a good little database of friends there as well
0: Talking about accommodation there I suppose another key thing that people consider whenever they're a GB student is What do I do with all my stuff? So obviously if you bring your stuff over (laughs) during the summer, you're not staying here generally, you're going home for the summer. So Mm -hmm. what did you do in your in-between, in your summers in between each year?
2: Yeah, Um, so obviously between semester, you don't have to move anything out. So your room is your room because a lot of English universities do make you move out during the middle of semesters, um, which is really strange. Um, But at the summer times, I um, left a couple of bits with Anna's family in Bangor, um, which was really, really helpful. But other than that, I used two companies. So I used a company called My Baggage and GoBox. So let me get this right way around. I think My Baggage is the one that will ship stuff back and forth from Northern Ireland to mainland UK, GB, um, for really cheap. I think I'm. I actually have a, a delivery on Friday for. I think each box cost me about twenty pounds, and it's yeah, thirty I was kilos. Yeah, have seen their
0: website. It's like twenty. Yeah, to 30 quite it's quite not
2: point. expensive at all. And you just sort of pack it all up. They send you a print off label which you can print off at any of the uni facilities and then you just stick it on they come and collect it from your house and then if you have accommodation which you should have for second year over here and you've got stuff you just want to leave like your pots and pans your bedding stuff you don't need at home um then go box will store that for you for as long as you tell them to store it and then you just simply ring them when you want it delivering back and they'll deliver it back to your house so i've used those companies on three or four occasions yeah. now and
0: and that's kind of your time, your summer in between each yeah. year. When you first arrive, probably students will ask you this, Matt. When you first arrive, what sort of stuff would you mac-
1: recommend people bring in? Yeah, I think more and more so students, when they're going to university, all they need to really bring is their clothes and maybe some electrical electronics, so you know, a laptop not, and iPod mm-hmm. and things like that. But obviously, in Northern Ireland, Belfast, the capital city. Ikea, Wilkinsons, loads of different shops that you can go to to get your pots, your pans. Mm -hmm. You don't have to ship everything over. I would probably recommend a big suitcase on a plane. Yeah. is probably all you need, really, to bring over with you. You could even... I, uh, you're looking oh, at it. Oh, if you're like me, two suitcases in <laughs> a car. Yeah, so <laughs>
2: <ain't> brought. <laughs> I brought two suitcases and my dad filled there wasn't me or my mum in the car, it was just my dad in the car. And he came over on the ferry from Liverpool with I brought everything but the kitchen sink, like genuinely <laughs> I brought my whole life, but I, I had like rugs in my bedroom. Like I would wanted to be comfortable. Like I think that's important <laughs> that's one of the most important things I think for G B students is to make yourself at home because that is your base. Like you walk into I live with Aladdin First year who I then live with in second year, and you'd walk in his bedroom and it was just a blank canvas because yeah. he was literally there. He was a med student. He was hardly ever there and he went home on the weekends. But for me, I had, like, fairy lights. I had bunting. I had pictures up. I, like you just have to make it your own home, which is really important. But as Matt said, you know, if you just bring the bare necessities, you can get everything here that you want. It's just the key things that you want to bring from home. And accommodations still offer kitchen packs and bedding packs as well, I believe, they so you do, can order so those.
0: When you, when you first move in, you can purchase those or...
1: I think one of, you, know, you have to purchase them, but yeah. they're like really so cheap. It's it's cheap. like a yeah, tenner or like, something, yeah, and yeah. that's your sense so yeah. to get you going. I think it's really important as well, whether you come to Queen's or whether students go anywhere, like to commit to going to university yeah. and to commit to staying. So particularly in your first term, like I'd advise anyone, no matter what university they don't go to, don't go home every weekend. Mm-hmm. Like Commit to being at university mm-hmm. and commit to making friends mm-hmm. at whatever university you go to, because it allows you to settle in. It allows you to make make you feel like you're at home there mm-hmm. uh, and being at home somewhere and getting that supportive network of friends goes a long way to making sure that you're successful yeah. on your course and getting the most out of your time as well. Really good advice, that. And I mean, Northern Irish, Republic of Irish, any student can
0: take our advice. Yeah, with, yeah, whether, you, whether you're to... a
1: GB student, whether you're into to Northern Ireland, whether you're going to your local university, even if your house is 30 minutes away and you can go home every weekend or go home for your tea. Just try not to and trying to really embed yourself into university.
2: I live with a girl in first year who lived three streets away from the first year accommodation. So there was no point of her even really moving into it, but she did because she wanted the student experience. She wanted to be in amongst other students. Like It's really important and it is one of those things where it's the only time in your life where I would recommend just being outside your comfort zone. Like Just get out of that box, do what you have to do to sort of mingle, fit in, and then retreat back as much as you need to it is one of those really important times like treat it as like going for a job interview like you are trying to make friends um and that's one of the good things about queens is that the accommodations are so large like elms village there's so many people there so you're going to find somebody that you get on really well with and i still have some of my closest friends from first year so it's been it has been a great experience
1: yeah students have said to me before previously about worrying whether they're going to make friends Mm -hmm. to begin with university is the easiest place to make friends because everybody's in the same yeah Queen's has over 25,000 students this year. Uh, Did you get that from your stats? Yeah, from my stats. (laughs) Queen's University Planning Office. Uh, So yeah, over 25,000 students. That means that there will be someone with the same interests as you. Like if we've got lots of clubs and societies that students can join. So if you're coming over from GB and you think, well, how am I going to meet people? How am I going to make friends? Your accommodation's a fantastic place to do it. If you don't like those people, (laughs) your course is a fantastic place to do it. If you don't like those people <laughs> your clubs and your sports teams yeah. you know if you're interested in origami
2: yeah we've got an that. origami
1: society you can buy all the folded paper you want if you're yeah. interested in sports or anything then there's all those people to make friends with as well yeah. so there's there's plenty of opportunity and if you don't make friends with any of them then uh there's something
2: wrong. yeah i think it's a you probably yeah. <laughs>
1: maybe be reflective
2: yeah
0: <laughs> thank you folks um we're going to finish up but before we do I suppose a couple of lines just to finish, Aaron. The perception out there might be that you are maybe going to get a less of a student experience if you if you kind of go away and you don't stay at home. Mm -hmm. By the sounds of it, that has not been your experience. So, anyone out there thinking about studying at Queens Mm -hmm. or moving away, what would be your advice?
2: Do it. It's the perfect time to do it. You are not going to get another opportunity where you can literally upheave your life and move across the water and go somewhere else so freely. Like I always say. That I'm quite a big believer in when life throws you an opportunity to make such drastic change just make it and I did that sort of when I moved between my secondary school to my sixth form I went to a completely different sixth form that was like an hour away from where I lived and then when I was sort of talking about going to universities I was like right do exactly the same thing and now for my postgraduate degree I'm moving back home and I'm going to a completely different university because I can um when you sort of get to my ripe old age of 21 <laughs> um and sort of the world of work is daunting and like only round the corner really like that is going to be me stuck in that job until I sort of make a a change of a career change. So do it while you can, you're young, you're 18. Um, and it's a fantastic experience. I've had the best time over here. Like I've worked for the university for the full time that I've been here. I've made so many friends, whether Irish, Northern Irish, GB, um, it's just been a fantastic experience and like, I can't endorse the university enough. Like People when I'm on tours are just like, oh yeah, you're getting paid to endorse the university. I'm like, no, but genuinely I wouldn't say it if I didn't love it here. I am being paid. Yeah, yeah. I am being paid, but it's not like I have had the best time. Like genuine, it's, I'm really sad. I leave on Saturday and it's getting very, very real and it's really sad. But I don't want
0: you to cry. I think but yeah, we're no, absolutely no. going to miss you and uh, you've amazing student i to miss you all
2: as well. I'll be over all the time. As I said, 35 minute flight, very accessible. <laughs>
0: um matt we'll give you the final word any stats for us or what would just be your final kind of <laughs> bit of advice uh to students thinking about coming from gb to queens
1: yeah no more stats what i would probably say is uh when you start to compare universities do exactly that don't just think about what university you might you feel as though you want to go to look at the facts of it so look at the individual courses that you think about going on to but then look at things like Uh, student the cost of living look at things like accommodation not all universities can give students accommodation in the first year at Queen's we guarantee students from Great Britain accommodation in the first year so it's something that's a really important aspect uh, of picking universities but also I really recommend coming and visiting universities Eve, go look at your local uni even if you've no interest in going to it go look at it so you've got something to compare and what you'll see is that universities are vastly different what they spend their money on, what their campus is like, what their courses are like can be very different. So go and visit all your local, go and visit your local university but anyone else that you're thinking about applying to. So we've got open days in September and June. uh, So i definitely recommend coming and visiting Queen's as well. Excellent advice. You'll be glad to know that that's us now. <laughs> that
0: was so cheesy. Man. But it worked, it worked. Um, we are done, folks. Hopefully that has been really helpful for those that are listening and watching this. If you do have any questions about um, coming from GB to Queen's and you want the guys to answer those, get in contact with us via recruitment at qub.ac.uk. Thank you very much for coming. Thank it's you. been a pleasure Cheers. as always. And we hope that you will join us again on our next podcast of Life at the Lanyon.